Today's scripture reading is taken from 2 Chronicles chapter 20, reading from verses 13 to 30. And it reads as follows. All the men of Judah, with their wives and children and little ones, stood there before the Lord. Then the Spirit of the Lord came on Jaziel, son of Zechariah, the son of Benaiah, the son of Jael, the son of Matiana, a Levite and descendant of Ashpah. And he stood in the assembly. He said, listen, King Jehoshaphat and all who live in Judah and Jerusalem, this is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow, march down against them. They will be climbing up the pass of Ziz, and you will find them at the end of the gorge in the desert of Jurel. You will not have to fight this battle. Take up your positions, stand firm, and see the deliverance the Lord will give you, Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Go out to face them tomorrow, and the Lord will be with you. Jehoshaphat bowed down with his face to the ground, and all the people of Judah and Jerusalem fell down in worship before the Lord. Then some Levites from the Kohites and the Korahites stood up and praised the Lord, the God of Israel, with a very loud voice. Early in the morning, they left for the desert of Tekio. As they set out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Listen to me, Judah and people of Jerusalem. Have faith in the Lord your God and you will be upheld. Have faith in his prophets and you will be successful. After consulting the people, Jehoshaphat appointed men to sing to the Lord and to praise him for the splendor of his holiness as they went out at the head of the army saying, Give thanks to the Lord for his love endures forever. As they began to sing and praise the Lord set ambushes against the men of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir who were invading Judah and they were defeated. The Ammonites and Moabites rose up against the men from Mount Seir to destroy and annihilate them. And after they had finished slaughtering the men from Seir, they helped to destroy one another. When the men of Judah came to the place that overlooks the desert and looked towards the vast army, they saw only dead bodies lying on the ground. No one had escaped. So Jehoshaphat and his men went to carry off their plunder, and they found among them a great amount of equipment and clothing, and also articles of value, more than they could take away. There was so much plunder that it took three days to collect it. On the fourth day, they assembled in the valley of Baracha, where they praised the Lord. This is why it is called the, the valley of Baracha, to this day. Then, then led by Jehoshaphat, all the men of Judah and Jerusalem returned joyfully to Jerusalem, for the Lord had given them cause to rejoice over their enemies. They entered Jerusalem and went to the temple of the Lord with harps and lyres and trumpets. The fear of God came on all the surrounding kingdoms when they heard how the Lord had fought against the enemies of Israel. And the kingdom of Jehoshaphat was at peace, for his God had given him rest on every side. And this is the word of the Lord with some dodgy pronunciation to our hearts today. I'm sure that there have been moments in each and every one of our lives 
which have led us to be in a state of disbelief and or awe. Be it someone pulling off the seemingly impossible or someone doing something so cringy that you can't even begin to wrap around your head, your head around what you've just witnessed. It may even have been a time where someone has reacted in the complete opposite way that you envisioned they would. I guess it's fair to say, where there are people, there will be surprises if we wait long enough. Today's scripture reading contains one such story. One of those stories which on paper just doesn't make any sense at all. But with the influence of God is made possible and leaves the reader in a state of shock and awe. The people of Judah find themselves under siege. The enemies have joined forces and are due to attack from all sides. The king, Jehoshaphat, calls all the people together and commands that they fast and pray in the midst of the opposition which they face. Looking from the outside in, this is a terrible militaristic strategy. Everyone's terrified and facing impending death. Surely it would be more prudent to go to battle and prolong the inevitable in hope that some might be spared. Yet the prayer and the fasting avail much reward for the people. And Jehoshaphat appointed men to sing to the Lord and to praise him in the splendor and for the splendor of his holiness, sending him out ahead of the army. We are told that the armies of the Ammonites and Moabites rose up against the men from Mount Seir and destroyed them. And once they had finished doing that, they turned on one another. By the time the Judean army reached the place of battle, they saw only the corpses of their enemies lying on the ground. Each and every one of their enemies perished that day, and the people of Judah did not even have to fight, for the battle was the Lord's. In response to the prayer, fasting, and worshipping of his people, God defeated the enemies which faced the people. By giving an offering of prayer, fasting, and worship to him, the people of Judah invited God to move in their situation, and he did so in mighty transformative power. The impossible situation which they faced, the thing which they believed to have been a death sentence, had been vanquished as the hand of God was moved by the praises of his people. And today, as the people of God, facing challenges in our individual lives and communities, let us take up the weapon of worship, seeking that the hand of God might move once again in our communities and families, bringing transformation and justice in seemingly impossible situations. After all, the God of Judah is the same God today. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, today I choose to worship you in spirit and in truth. I admit that I don't always understand why certain things happen or why I am facing particular situations. But I thank you that you specialize in making the impossible possible and that the battles which I face are not mine to fight, but yours. I pray today that you would equip me with the courage to rest in you and trust you even whenever my natural inclination is to sort the situation out myself. Give me wisdom, Lord, that I might know when to be still and allow you to fight on my behalf. 
you are strong and mighty. And nothing is too hard nor nor too difficult for you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.